Welcome back to ComTrack, where you'll never have to watch a movie alone again. I'm your host, Tim Leifite, and I have another special guest star returning uh, from his last appearance with us from Rogue One, Nathan Ball. Give it up, Nathan. How you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm doing pretty good, Tim. How you doing today? Not too shabby. I mean, I'm sit here in my little studio. I got a, a nice Jack and Coke for me to watch a really kick-ass movie. I've been excited to do this one for a long time, and I honestly, honestly could not think of uh, doing this episode with anyone else but you. You flatter. Although I'm glad that you said that you were drinking because that's we're I'm we're I'm totally drinking. So. Yes. <laughs> what are you What are you drinking, sir? Uh, I've got whiskey on the rocks and uh, beer to chase, and then I have uh, about a half a gallon of water in my cowgirl uh, water cup, and we're ready to go. <laughs> yeah, it's it's always a thing. You need anytime you do podcasts, you always need uh, some water. But also uh, for you folks listening at home, if you guys don't want to hear us uh, bullshit for a little bit before we start the movie, uh, there's a sync button down below. You can click that, and you can just jump right in. But in the meantime, let's talk a little bit about John Wick here, because, yeah, shit, uh, this is a this is a hell of a fun movie. Um, I want to know actually how you saw this, like, or got into this uh, for the first time. I missed the uh, theatrical release for this. I didn't think it was going to be that big of a deal. Uh, I mean, I love Keanu Reeves, always have, but I didn't think this was going to be that big a deal. To me, it was always. You know, this was just another one of those uh, movies like Expendables or or Bullet to the Head or something. Something that was just all it was going to be was action. That's all it ever was going to be marketed as. It'd be a one shot. So I was like, okay, whatever. And then I decided to rent it, and I watched it. I think it was like three in the morning because I was still working nights, and I it was just a weekend, so I was just by myself. And I was entranced. I was like, this is the single coolest thing I have ever seen. <laughs> ever i want all of yes it. <laughs> yes yeah man dude like it's it's crazy because like keanu reeves like it was for the longest time i'm like where the hell did you go mm-hmm. like you were in point break and you did you, you did the matrix and whatnot but after the matrix and maybe like a, doing like 47 ronin and constantine which i hear oh, weren't right, yeah. the greatest of movies i'm like where the hell have you been I or uh oh, oh actually if I, I I still need to see it in its entirety. I hear it's not like that great, but I hear it's like a, a really great guilty pleasure among people. It's grandiose. Um, but uh, yeah, that that's that's a good way of putting it. Um, but what I do, I think the last movie that I really remember him like being in was the god awful remake of uh, um, oh, what was it? The day the earth stood still. Oh like, yeah, that was the last time I saw. <laughs> I yeah, about right. That actually. I, right i think that was the last because i'm like i saw the trailers and i'm like god that looks awful but what the hell are you doing here keanu reeves like what yeah. what uh, but now the world what is, is your agent been putting you on by this wonderful man so i'm all for it. oh keanu reeves is the new uh internet's boyfriend like have you ever did you see that one meme of uh like the uh the simpsons um cute cute lambs and it's uh, Jason Momoa being pushed aside in favor of Keanu Reeves. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's one of my favorites. I love all of them. All of them. Yes. Um, and you, So you've seen all three John Wick movies. I actually haven't seen the third one yet. I, I have been slacking. Third one's fucking awesome. Uh, that's what I hear. Third one. So I'm very excited yeah. to see that. But no, I'm, I'm at um, one and two. I don't want to give... Yeah. 
So, um, but we'll be remedying that as soon as possible. So, yeah, dude. I, I okay. So just random thing, like, um, because I enjoy these movies so much, uh, I actually wound up making a supercut of all three movies combined because literally, like, um, they flow into one another. Like, you know, as soon as the first movie ends, the next one begins, and so on. And I'm like, wouldn't it be really cool if it was just one long? five-hour action movie that just never stopped you absolute madman i won't. i know right <laughs> i i will okay, well the whole reason why i watch it is because uh when i watched john wick 2 um uh, without you know giving too much away in case anyone hasn't seen it yet um the way it ends uh it when the credits start rolling i'm like no movie you keep going you just got interesting well it was like that for this one too and and and, and for the for the viewers yeah. who haven't seen this you'll understand exactly what we mean in about two hours for the viewers who have seen this well you know what we mean so yeah i mean this one did have a little bit more closure than say the second one i mean the second one's literally straight up a cliffhanger and so is the third one um you know without giving too much away of course but all you've given away is that there's yeah, going to, one... to me is that there's going to be a fourth and uh, fuck yes. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's there is definitely a fourth one in the pipeline, and I am so going to watch the shit out of it. Um, and actually, I hear there's going to be a TV series called The Continental, based around the uh, uh, the adventures of the hotel managers. What? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking uh, awesome. Yes, I want it. I want it right now, actually. <laughs> like, I, if the uh, the main guy is just like the concierge at the beginning, like, I will totally, I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Same. So, um, I, I, let's see, I'm trying to think how the first time I got introduced to this movie. I think it was, uh, oh, God, I forget. I think it was, uh, it, I, it must, I, I forget it, what, what it was. It was something online and saying, oh, this movie's, this movie's great, it's great. County Reeves is back, like he's back as like you know he he's better he's um back in his Point Break kind of uh, groove again, and it's better than ever. Like he's doing fight scenes for these long takes, and I'm like, all right, I'll give it a watch. Like I'm I'm a big fan of the Matrix, so I'll give this shit a watch. And uh, yeah, holy shit! <laughs> like, uh, just the nightclub scene alone, which I was like, for what now? Did you see him going through his shooting range time? Like the tra- like the oh um, my god the, yes I saw it. I, I totally saw holy crap yes I totally saw it right oh. Jesus Christ like that man is just like insane did you know okay so uh, for the third one he pulls up a shotgun and he actually quad loads like for anyone listening back at home uh, quad loading is when you actually grip um, sp- uh, hold uh, shotgun shells in a very specific manner to the point where you can. Um, shove them into the tube at in less than like uh, three seconds. Literally, just like shoot, shoot, shove them in real quick, and then go off and firing. It, it, it's it's a, a popular among you know shotgun sporting and whatnot. But he actually does it in the movie, which well, is also on the time never, trial. Ever seen? It's also on the time trial. Like you saw him do it um, when he was running through the course too. Like holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. When you see him do it in the time trial, it's actually even more impressive than when you see it in the movie. Because yeah, well, it's yeah, like, it's when you it see things tanks. in the movie... Yeah. 
Um, well, also because like you know, there's a lot of film tricks that you get around that stuff. Like it's not just and not just stunt guys. It's like also you know overcranking the camera so it looks like they're moving faster than they actually are and whatnot. But if you just get like a a camera out with your phone and see him do that shit for real, it looks amazing. It's it actually kind of blows my mind. Like, <laughs> goddamn, Keanu Reeves is. John Wick. You should you should put a link to that in your description if you can. <laughs> For people who want more of Keanu Reeves. Which oh, is dude! All of us. Actually, I'm did people. you hear there's We're... like a there's yeah? Did you hear like uh, they're really trying to get him into the uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Oh, you prom as what? I don't care, but as what? Oh, okay. Um, I've heard on several sources uh, sources that uh, he's in the running to be Moon Knight, which what? is kind of cool. That'd be so cool. Yeah. He's a crazy oh, bastard, oh, too. But, uh, oh, see, now, I think it'd be cool to see him as Moon Knight and whatnot, but you know what would be really cool to see him as? Adam Warlock. Ooh, that'd be a good one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, think, personally... Also, there's another one that just... Uh, yeah. I think personally, I like him as Moon Knight because Moon Knight is batshit crazy. I think he'd do really well. So. Mm hmm. Um, oh, also, speaking of uh, the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, um, you know, uh, they've just uh, announced the uh, the Phase 4 and whatnot. Mm -hmm. And they've got, like, the, uh, the miniseries for Disney Plus called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Hmm. Guess who's writing it? Um, I don't know. I shit you not, um, the uh, the guys that they are really gunning to write it, and I'm, I'm, no, actually, I'm pretty sure they've already written it. Um, it's the guys who wrote John Wick. Oh fuck yeah, that's perfect for Winter <laughs> right? Soldier. Right? Right? <laughs> is Falcon gonna? Well, I suppose we we won't know yet. But is Falcon gonna be Captain America Falcon or just Falcon Falcon? Um, I'm gonna say Captain America Falcon. I mean, he did give the shield at the end of Endgame. That's spoilers. True. That's true. At this point, uh, if so you haven't we'll, seen it, yeah. it's your own fault. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, writers of John Wick are going to be tackling Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That's very exciting. Oh, that'll be so um, good. And but uh, but the other person that uh, that I wouldn't mind seeing uh, playing having Keanu play is doing the voice and the mocap for uh, Silver Surfer. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I really like that character too, and I'm so mad with what Fantastic Four did to the character. We really didn't I mess okay him with up; it. just put him in a bad movie. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, well, actually, you know what's an interesting side note? Do you know who was the voice of Silver Surfer in that movie? I don't know. Lawrence Fishburne. Really? Ooh. Yeah. Fucking Morpheus. Yeah, man, it's good. So, I don't know what he's going to be in the MCU, weave. but... <laughs> <laughs> yes, what a tangled web we weave, Neo. <laughs> or Mr. Anderson. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'll watch anything with Keanu Reeves. especially. Uh, also, um, also, another thing about Keanu Reeves. Did you see him in uh, Toy Story 4? I haven't seen that yet. I heard it was really good, though. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I... I, personal issues aside, I really haven't had a whole lot of time. It's all I could do to catch up with the Marvel Universe, but I did that in a weekend. So. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. 
I mean, totally. But as of course he, uh, you know, as all the voice cast of uh, any Pixar or especially the Toy Story movies, um, he's great. He plays a uh, um, an evil Knievel uh, kind of toy with anxiety, and it's really hilarious and cute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also pokes fun at his Canadianness. Oh God, we could talk Keanu yeah, Reeves all it's day. Good day. man. That might be. This might be the show. This oh, is the show, I know. <laughs> I'm just gonna. Well, yeah. I mean, this is We're... kind of like his new his new like signature role, man. I think you know for a while it used to be the Matrix, but after you know. Uh, because after three solid good movies in a row, instead of, you know, one good movie and two semi-disappointing movies to follow, yeah, this might actually overtake Keanu's signature role from Neo to John Wick. See, I always saw him as a Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure guy, but that might just be me. I love that uh, shit. <laughs> actually, okay, so, fun fact, um, uh, well, me and uh, my other co-host, uh, Hannah, um, it turns out that uh, we like to say that uh, Keanu Reeves popped both of our R-rated cherries. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, uh, the, the first R-rated... Yeah, I know, it's a fun way to put it, but like uh, um, the first R-rated movies that each of us saw were Keanu Reeves movies. Uh, hers was The Matrix, and mine was Speed from way back in the day. I yeah, I saw that one when was... I was like four. Mine was The Rock, but I refuse to say Nicolas Cage did that to me, so I'm just going to say Sean Connery instead, which is a much better sentence. So, <laughs> Yeah, good times, man. Good times. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, we should uh, like actually get started on the movie, because uh, this, is, this is a fun ride, and I want to get right into it, you know? If you insist. So, um, so for... Yeah, Yep. So, all right. So, all you folks back home, I hope you got uh, your John Wick movie all queued up because we are pressing play in three, two, one. And here, there's the logo. <clears throat> now, uh, actually, you know what's another fun fact about this movie? Uh, the director was actually Keanu Reeves' stunt double on The Matrix. Really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, like, seriously, the uh, the directors, I mean... Technically, there's only one director because, like, they were uh, producing it together and whatnot, but they can only take one director credit. So one of them just kind of said, I'll take producer credit and you take director. It's cool. Like, we both know it was, a pe- like, a project for both of us. What's your, um, but, what's your uh, second count, by the way? Just making sure we're on par. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm at uh, 41, 42, 43, 44. So. Got it. <clears throat> Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, they, they were literally just like, uh, their, uh, his stunt double was the one who directed this movie and produced it, which is kind of awesome. Cause this is a movie by stuntmen for stuntmen. Like it's a, uh, artistic action piece is what they were calling it. Oh, it's wonderful. It's it. Yeah. It's wonderful. Oh, I know. Right. And I mean, right away it starts out with John Wick just beat the fuck out of and you're just like what the hell happened man and you're actually i think you're supposed to led to be be led to believe that he dies in this scene and is dead by the end of the movie but come on man can you really kill off keanu reeves i don't want to i don't want that to happen no no especially not this character this character is way too compelling it was such a short 
backstory too. Like you get nothing, and mm-hmm. it's it's it. You have minimal reasonings, but you know what the funny thing is? Uh, you know, cliches are cliches for a reason. You know, it's because everybody. Yeah. Everybody will adhere to it. Everyone will understand it. And as much fun you want to poke at those, you can't deny how real they are. And so something as short and as simple as this is still perfect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's kind of a, a blank check for Keanu Reeves to do whatever the fuck he wants Yeah. Um, to get revenge on these people for what happens to him. You know? And I also like this because... I haven't heard much criticism about, about Keanu Reeves, but what I have heard is that his uh, disposition usually airs more towards deadpan. Like, he doesn't show a whole lot of emotion in his acting. But with this character, it's almost made specifically for him. He doesn't have to. You know, his, his character no. is pretty devoid of most showing emotion at all. Like, nothing is on his sleeve. Everything's inside. And with his pensive nature you really get that without him even trying yeah although uh what from what i'm told uh you know keanu reeves actually has like a a really tragic backstory with his mm-hmm. uh yeah with his old girlfriend you know she she died in a car accident after giving birth to their only child who was stillborn and right she got really depressed and it was a strain on their marriage and kind of od'd in the middle of traffic and died in a car accident like almost instantly yeah. so and his uh, i know sister... keanu reeves Sister has leukemia <clears throat> yeah. as well. Had, has, has. Yeah, yeah. He was using, like, a lot of his millions to help out not just his sister, but, like, a whole bunch of other uh, leukemia victims and just, like, gave millions and millions and millions of dollars away for charity and whatnot Yeah, uh, to help that sort of thing, which just kind of goes to show what a nice guy he is. Um, that's but, that's uh, some yeah, character I mean, is what that is. Yeah. Like, not, not the fictional um, character, but just, like, the perseverance and... and it's impressive that he acts the way that he does because he has the perfect excuse just to tell everyone to piss off. And he doesn't, he, he does the exact opposite. He's it's, it's, he does, he willingly does the, yeah, he willingly does the opposite actually. Like he'll go out of their way to, you know, like, um, cause I remember there was a story where, uh, there was this guy working at a box office who was, and this was like in Australia when he was working on the matrix movies, um, and he went to go see it at a, at a movie theater, and uh, the bo- guy working in the box office was just like, holy shit, that's Keanu Reeves. And he got so flabbergasted, like he, he just said, uh, use my employee discount. And he says, why? Like, I'm not an employee here. And he's like, it's cool. Like, just go in. Uh, and then he goes away, and then he's like, damn, I wish I had remembered for an autograph. And then two seconds later, he hears a little, you know, tap, tap on the window, and there he is who act, he went out of his way to buy like an ice cream cone that he didn't want to get a receipt just so he had a piece of paper to write his signature and give it to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's that I, I kind of guy. That story. Like, that's, a, that's a, that's really cool. And he's, he, he'll, he'll constantly be taking the subway and everything to work. Like he's just like one of the most chill dudes in real life. It's, it's really awesome. Like hopefully like I'll be graced with his presence one day. And just kind of give him like a high five and like, dude, you were awesome in speed. Like, I watched the shit out of that so much. <laughs> you know? Or he, hell, even just like do like a like an uh, air guitar riff and just see how excellent with him. Like, oh, that would make my year. 
So uh, anyway, we got Willem Dafoe here at the funeral, um, just kind of checking up on him. And uh, I'm a little sad that Willem Dafoe doesn't make it throughout the movie because I would like to see more of that character. That was a good character. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, also, apparently, like, uh, all these people are uh, his wife's friends and family and whatnot. Uh, and if I remember, because I did a little bit of research and whatnot, because there was like a... Uh, um, an interview with the, uh, the the directors, and they said, uh, yeah, apparently his wife is a, uh, a award-winning photographer, hence all the pictures and whatnot. Oh, okay. Yeah, right? Like, because, you know, you tend to look at, you know who John Wick is, and you see all these people at the funeral, like, who are these people? Yeah. And, you know, they're with the wife, so that makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, no, no one pop- would be, no one would be there for him. No, no. Not not uh not for the the boogeyman. But uh oh, now this... we get another heartbreaker. Oh, the the dog. Yeah. And you know what's crazy? Like they just went out of their way to get literally the cutest dog on the planet. <laughs> like a a fucking beagle. Like, goddamn you movie. Like <laughs> You bastards. <laughs> it hurts. It hurts. Um and then his wife's just leaving him one final note and one final gift because is so fucking sweet. Like he, do, she doesn't want him to be alone, which is so nice. Again, this kind of this kind of um, beginning reminds me of like Up, you know. Like you remember how many of those oh, memes wow. and things like that said a better love story in five minutes or whatever. Same deal. Like they they pack it all right in the beginning, without telling you who the devil he is, and you're like, I thought this was an action show. You know, action flick. And right now, <laughs> and all instead, I'm feeling just is like, tears. <laughs> yep, you're just like, where the, where's the fucking Kleenex? Yeah. No, I'm not like, crying, you're crying. I didn't come here to cry, man. I came here to... <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> uh, see, this is... You know what? Uh, I think that we can just call Act 1 of John Wick, uh, Cheer Up Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Sad Keanu. <laughs> Oh, the pupper. Little pupper. And, of course, it's Daisy. Oh, that actually reminds me. Um, So, I don't know if anyone knows this, but apparently this movie was loosely based off a real incident. Um, Apparently, uh, back in, like, 2009 or what? Yeah. Uh, Apparently, back in, like, 2009, uh, there was a uh, ex-Navy SEAL who was... uh, living quietly in alone in texas uh heard like on april fool's night like middle of the night uh there was a couple gunshots and they found out that uh you know some uh like four guys just fucked up his car and uh shot his dog like on in the middle of the yard and so he took uh just like uh got out two nine millimeter beretta pistols chased them down four different counties and apprehended them while they continued to taunt him and mock him and threaten to kill him and whatnot and showing absolutely no remorse for killing his dog um and uh when the cops actually showed up they were like dude how the hell did you not like just kill him and uh they were like he he actually just looked him straight in the eye he said i've killed enough people in my life oh Oh, yeah um and uh, apparently the dog's all the dog was also named Daisy, but it was uh, D-A-S-Y, and it was like a uh, an acronym for his fire team. 
Well, that's just upsetting. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm pretty sure. I'm like pretty sure the uh, the the screenwriter just took that story and just kind of made it ten times more just depressing and violent and not awesome even that many sad. times. That's a That's badass story in and of itself. You just added a little fiction flair to it. That's about it. Yeah, yeah. Just a little little grounding in reality. Oh, that dog is so cute. God. That is a gorgeous obnoxiously gorgeous adorable. Car. Yes, the must the, the Mustang GT if I remember correctly. Modded out mm. too. Oof. Oh yeah, man. I mean, dude, if it's John Wick, like this guy's clearly um, ex uh, ex Russian mafia. Like you know that thing's like decked out to the teeth, for Oof. sure. Um, and then uh, so yeah, oh here it comes. Uh, our first appearance of our main villain, Theon Greyjoy, Dickless, <laughs> <laughs> as as he's called, as he's fondly called, or the uh, um. The, the shitty dickless, because there's cool dickless, which is Varys on Game of Thrones, but uh, shitty dickless is um, Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> and apparently I hear uh, the guy the guy who plays him is actually a, like a total sweetheart in real life. They just But they just wanted someone who looked like a prick from the beginning. He, he does <laughs> have the face of an asshole, to be fair. And he like, plays right? him very well. <laughs> I mean, right here is where he's just like, dude, you're face is just so fucking punchable right now <laughs> it's not even funny because <laughs> i don't know about you but i didn't deck him <clears throat> uh oh lord knows he certainly gets his worth in game of thrones because jesus christ <laughs> and he goes, i don't know if you watched dick. that have you immediate dick. Yes. small talk jackass just although this part right here is where i'm like uh where i thought was really cool where he just uh like everything's got a price, and he just shits back right at him. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you know that guy right there should have gotten a reprieve just for that little bit right there. You know, but then again, he did uh, uh, co-conspire to uh, kill his dog and fuck up his car and whatnot. What do you have to do to get free driving range at at at, at a private airport? Uh, kill a lot of people for the mob. Right, but how far does that go? I mean, we that Jesus. Oh, I don't know. Yes, <laughs> I honestly don't know. But yeah, honestly, this was the part where that gave me the most question marks because I'm like. Is he practicing for like stunt driving or whatnot, or is this like how he gets his kicks now? Like, I think it's just like I'm a stress sure reliever, this... dude. Yeah, that I could see too. You know, yeah, like, just a um, way to get the edge out. It's just, it's just the way that he like goes ah at the end of the scene, like just like yeah, like I don't know if the guy just like shot in his pants or whatever. I mean, if that's how it gets off, like man's got to get off, especially without the wife, you know. <laughs> Well, he's got a lot of pent-up rage and legitimately no people skills to deal with it. So, yeah, I do that. That's very true. I mean, hey, if he if he can get your out uh, your emotions out in a healthy way without hurting people, like that's fine. And apparently, that must be the only way to do it for the Baba Yaga. 
It's gonna break my heart. It's gonna break my heart. I don't yep. want it. Because here, here's here's the bit. This is the one continuity like, thing I don't get though. You would What's think that? that somebody who's been so trained would immediately wake up, kind of like uh, Red style, like uh, retired, extremely dangerous. Like yeah, I don't, you would think that. I don't um, think he'd get caught off guard at all. I mean, I know he has to for the sake of the story, but I, it, that's the one thing. Well, you don't know that about him yet, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's. I guess it's just uh, he just sincerely felt like he did finally get like out. Was, so Yeah, he was done. Yeah, so, I mean, he, he's living a, a fairly peaceful life and whatnot. Oh, God, fucking Christ. That, I can't, I, honestly, I have a hard time looking at that. That just tears me up. Why, why kill the dog? Um, why? Right? why? Just, that's just a kick in the balls. Right? Like, dude, if if the dog's, like, making noise, just, like, put it in the basement or something, you know? Like, this not cool. And also, yeah, oh, dude, that, that right there where he pulls his, um, his bandana off, that was the dumbest movie he could have made. Because now he knows his face. Oh. See, this, oh. In all fairness, even without the fact that it was the last gift of his wife, this is personal now. And yeah. I... I mean, when you put the corpse at eye level like that, that is just sick. Now, I'm not nearly this cool. I know I'm not. I'm aware of that. However, I don't think I give a shit at that point. And I love that. Also, this is another thing that I really love about John Wick, like the discipline. Like he just very quietly, very methodically um, buries the dog, and also very, also very methodically, you know, gets all his old shit out of the, cleans the place, and gets his old shit out again. You know, like you can, you can tell he's saving his emotions for when the time comes. Using it as fuel. Yeah, right there. That, oh god, the Keanu Reeves death stare is just so intense. Oh, they're misusing that car so much. Mm-hmm. Although I love this bit, I love this bit with uh, John Linguizamo. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Mm. Also, you know, that's another thing that most people don't talk about: the use of color in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, like, I really love the uh, the kind of almost aqua blue of the shop here. But throughout, like, you'll notice that uh, color is kind of a thing. Like, even with, uh, you know, like uh, the new, what we're calling, like, neo-noir films. Like, what mm-hmm. film noir was in the, uh, the 1940s and what yeah, the, the, the kind of neutralized of... color schemes. Uh, no, it's not neutralized. Like, they're super, like, vibrant. Like, they tend to use a lot of neon. You'll see them in movies like uh, Drive. With, oh, um, I know what you're uh, saying. Okay. Um, yeah, you, they, they've got, like, this very clean, very slick uh, look to them with very distinct, vibrant colors that What's that? Uh, I think is kind of, like, turning into the new norm of neo-noir as kind of like how black and white was used in film noir back in the day. What's it? What's it? Uh, the new Netflix series. I think it's called Envoy. 
or whatever. The one with the dude yeah. who played uh, uh, RoboCop. Yes, uh, Peter Weller. Yes, that that I think that's what you're talking about. That mm-hmm. would be a good example. It's it's kind of got the you know there's this uh, it it plays with colors the, the same way that black and white uh, filmmakers used, played with black and white back in the day in the 1940s. Um, yeah, and then this bit I really love where he just like. He just talks to Vigo and just like, yeah, I know who did it. You're going to do something awful? And he's like, probably. (laughs) And yeah, this guy is just not having any of this kid's shit. Like, whatsoever. And who can blame him, right? And see, this is the part where he realized he's like, dude, you've really fucking should have killed him. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Because <laughs> you you should have I mean, killed him. You would have saved so much trouble. I mean, you had him down for the count and everything. You had the boogeyman himself, literally on the fl- on his own floor bleeding, and you could have just taken a bullet while he was out and put it to his head and just saved your ass so much trouble. Also, but thankfully the he balls because... on this man. Yes. Good God. Well, to be fair, like, he is surrounded by his own guys, and he knows what Vigo's going to say when he realizes what the hell his kid's done, you know? Yeah, he knows that he's he's not going to get in trouble with John, especially because he's not going to fuck with John. No, no. But he's more, he's more he's upset not, with the shit um, that now he's in the middle of. He's personally safe, but he's more upset with just, oh, now I have to tell the man that I work with that his son's going to die. So. Yeah, but thankfully, you know... John Wick realizes, like, this guy is just, he doesn't want to be a part of this, and he respects that and whatnot, so he's Mm -hmm. just like, tell me where he is, and give me a ride, and I'll take care of this, and all that sort of thing, because I really do like that kind of unspoken bond that they have, like, right away. Um, Now, here's uh, probably my favorite scene in the entire movie. The phone call? Yeah. uh, Yeah, where he gets the phone call, and then this shit where the mob boss is just looking out over, looking all badass, just... Heard you struck my son. And he gives, like, the performance of a fucking lifetime. <laughs> Just this reaction coming up right here. <laughs> Just one word. <laughs> oh. And all of a sudden, now you just sit there and think, this dude's probably going to be able to fuck something up somehow, and I'm curious. <laughs> <laughs> I just honestly like that's probably the greatest like reaction I've ever seen for like a mob boss. Just like, oh, okay, yeah, I'd hit him too. <laughs> uh, a man but, uh, who's literally the uh, closest I'll... thing to a demigod you've ever seen in your life. Fucking life, right? Yeah, it's basically <clears throat> he's he's basically Achilles. Yeah. Uh, although what you know, what's really funny, also really funny about that line, it's actually an homage to Keanu Reeves's like signature. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, they 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 actually deliberately um, went out of their way to make sure Keanu doesn't say "whoa" in this movie because <laughs> John Wick is obviously a character to say. It John Wick doesn't say "whoa." He makes other people say "whoa." Accurate. Yeah. So, uh, like, all the, uh, the O, like, O's 
or uh, an homage to Woe, which I thought was really wonderful. <clears throat> also, you know what I really love about this movie? The, produ the, uh, the production design. Like, everything is just classy as a motherfucker. And also, look at the power play. Just the, the, the casual walking up. This is not your space. This is my space. Yeah. How much I you can it. do without any words. Yeah. It's it's really crazy because, like, they, uh, I mean, these, the filmmakers might just be, you know, uh, some stunt guys who've been working for a number of years, but they know how to fucking direct a movie. Like, they know how to make a movie look cool for, make, make it all very visual and whatnot, um, and know how to shoot and edit it all and really get out a lot of story in, a lot shorter amount of time because this is not necessarily a long movie. It's like an hour and 40 minutes long. Like this easily could have been a two hour movie. <laughs> you stole, bam, just like he's not having it. <laughs> Motherfucker, it's like you just, you just pulled on the tail of a snake. Not just any snake either. Oh, it's good whiskey. <clears throat> also, um, his uh, suit, the the red shirt thing, I really love how that's going to come back later. But I'll let you know when it mm -hmm. uh, comes to it. <clears throat> and then <laughs> name fucking drop. nobody. Oh God, I love this. John Wick. Yes. Intimidating the, uh, the, as the shit. Montage. Right, the uh, the montage of him br literally breaking the ground. Like, uh, hey, so can we actually call this movie groundbreaking? You stop that right now. <laughs> but how <laughs> melodramatic is that? I'm gonna cement my life in the floorboards so I never have to deal with it again. How far away do you have to run? He's the one you send to kill the fucking boogeyman. Fuck, dude. And then just, oh. <laughs> there, like, I really love his, just his name is enough to, like, make powerful, intimidating mob bosses reconsider their life choices. The pencil line. And of course we have <laughs> the, uh, yes, fucking pencil. Which we, pencil. which, um... Which, uh, uh, I don't want to spoil too much, but uh, you're going to see that in John Wick 3. You saw it in 2. Oh, wait, no, yeah, that's right. You saw yeah. it in, it was in 2, right. Yeah. We got to we got to see his pencil trick in the sequel, which is which was awesome. just as grisly as we imagine. It was amazing. I was like, it's the goddamn yes, it pencil. Was. I saw 2 with a friend. I was like, it's the fucking <laughs> pencil. And they're like, dude. I was like, you don't know. I was like. Who the fuck can do that, man? <laughs> like, I think the only time, the only other time a pencil was so freaking scary was when Heath Ledger did it. I was just thinking that. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this exposition dump is just the stuff of fucking legend. I imagine one day this, um, this monologue about how he came to be will, uh, if this if that monologue wasn't like uh, intercut with him uh, literally breaking out his uh, his old assassin stuff, 
I can actually see that speech about uh, what a badass he is uh, being on par with the uh, the U.S. Indianapolis speech from Jaws. <laughs> Did he hear a fucking word I just said? <laughs> yeah, it's a like the speech enough was powerful. The the cut yeah. just made it just harrowing. Yeah, because you it really just because the sheer, especially just the uh, uh, aspect of sheer force of will and commitment. Like mm-hmm. Jesus, <laughs> but I really love the fact the kid actually thinks he can take him on. Like that's adorable. Just want to pinch your little cheeks until and rip them off your face. And of course, it's never a mob movie. I also like the concept like that a... this. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. Complete. I like the like the early understanding of the concept of this criminal underworld runs the same way. Like no one gets in other people's way. Uh, business is business, but it all works on some like underground government that everyone follows. You know, just the gold coins and and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of these days, I really want to get myself a a replica of the gold coins because they're just really fucking cool to look at and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I really love that system and whatnot, because I think, um, uh, it was based off of, uh, um, uh, you probably know the myth a little bit better than I do, but, uh, it's based off the, uh, the old, uh, myth where you have to give, like, a token to, uh, to death itself to, uh, ride into, um, into hell. Across the river like, I think it's based off of, yes, uh, Dante, based off the old Greek it's old, old Greek, but it was um, redone in Divine Comedy, uh, Inferno. Yes, Dante Alighieri. That's right. You pay. Yeah, it's uh, been a while since I've read Dante. Well, it, yeah, you're right though. It was an old Greek myth first, but you uh, and it's been redone. Pennies to the boatman. Um, you would cover the dead with two coins, and that would be their ferry in across the river Styx. And if you didn't, they would be lost to uh, whatever came before which was basically limbo yeah so but yeah so that's cool that's yeah that's kind of what they based it on also uh the um we kind of missed it but uh the uh the the latin fortune favors the bold on his tats on his back like Mm -hmm. shit oh my god the only there's only one little slight slight grievance that i have with uh john wick's look and that's his hair his hair is really I actually, long. I wish I could get my hair get like away, that. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the hair looks great. It's just like, I don't know if that's very practical and whatnot. Because wouldn't that get in your eyes if you're trying to shoot guns and fight and all that shit? Well, you don't know what he looked like before he retired either. You know, just the same way as you said, you know, he let his guard down by allowing people to get in because he should have been scot-free. Maybe he grew his hair out because he fucking wanted to. That Although is actually a very fair assessment. I that's a very fair assessment. I don't mind that. Although then again, he I if he really was kind of back like this to fight, you think he would just give himself a haircut right before he showered. There isn't that much time, you know. Um, and fair enough, even the movies, the movies take place in what the course of what two three days, co- not long. Yeah, just John John Wick's just having a really bad week. <laughs> also. What a fucking shot. <laughs> yeah, like, look at this shit. Because also, this is, like, one of the uh, really fun, uh, wonderful things, because it 
finally gets back to the old ways of shooting movies where it's wide sh- wide angles, um, not a whole lot of movement, and no shaky cam, uh, and just uh, not not a whole lot of like the editing is like long takes and uh, wide angles, yeah. just like the old ways of doing things. Also, it's not um, which is so nice. As much as I love you know Marvel Cinematic Universe and Captain America and all that stuff. Um, the action is for superhumans. It doesn't work in real life. This, everything is very effective. All the movements are yeah. quick, uh, focused to the point. Um, no room for anyone to think. You react, you react, you react. And it's... And it... Yeah, I mean, it totally helps. And plus it totally helps that Keanu Reeves is literally doing 90% of these uh, stunts. Right. Everything that's not overtly dangerous. Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, it was what it, it was. It really is ballet. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, I'm I, I actually love the fact that they willingly got these guys to um, wear ski masks just so they could reuse their stunt team later. Because <laughs> <laughs> obviously they only have so many stunt guys. Yeah. Uh, actually, there's this wonderful little technique that I really love. That it's called gerbling, uh, where you'll have like a couple guys like fall down and whatnot. And then as soon as it pans away, they'll get back right back up and um, put on a ro- uh, like another bandana or whatever and be another guy. And they go right back into the frame as it's still going. <laughs> yeah. Stab him. And then there's just this shit here uh, or, uh, or this bit right here where it's like, he's pushing him in. We've seen this cliche, but then he does this. <laughs> like, yeah. damn. Like he just beats <laughs> it in. <laughs> boy uh he really knows how to nail the hammer on the head <laughs> i i love this i love this because the, the oh yeah cops are there anyone else be pissing their pants yeah there's legitimately dead bodies in the fucking hallway i mean he looks down there and there's like you oh hi problem <laughs> he's like you working <laughs> but uh, um Honestly, the first time I got th- I watched this, I'm like, "Holy shit, that is a kind of <laughs> reputation you cannot beat." You know, you can't like, buy oh. that shit. No, he just looks and he's like, "Oh, working, huh? Right on." You know, he's like, "Oh no, just some stuff I'm sorting out." He's like, "Wait, have a good evening, bye." <laughs> yeah, you you can't buy that kind of respect. That is a that is amazing. What again? Right. So many significant power plays as to what this character is with so little actual words. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, uh, apparently, like, in the original script, he doesn't speak for, like, 30 pages. And the first thing they were thinking was, like, oh, that's so Sergio Leone. Like, that's a, mm-hmm. that's straight out of a spaghetti western from back in the day. And we got the coins again. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, man, like... Although apparently um, it's not just because of his reputation, but apparently there are cops. Like, because this whole underground circuit and whatnot, uh, I do love this, the cleaner. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, they're so, like, in-depth and underground and, like, in their within their own world that the cops know about it. And they're like, these guys operate on their own set of rules and whatnot. We leave them out. So it's just kind of a respect sort of thing. Like, we're, hey, we're in the know. You're in the know we don't they don't kill cops they don't kill civilians and they stay out of the uh, the normal world as we perceive 
So it's not just John Wick's perception. It's also how the cops react to this, the society here. Oh man, <laughs> these guys are really efficient. Dude, is that, yeah, is that guy missing his front teeth? I, I think that, that one of the guys that they were rolling up there, I think he was actually missing his front teeth. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Just, uh, you know, casual day of loading dead bodies up into a black van. Right on. And of course, he just uh, earns a couple of coins. That always was like another thing that kind of was, um, I, w- I wondered is, what is one coin worth? Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they're more like business cards, like collectibles, uh, a collectible business cards. Like, you know, one might get you entry to a hotel or maybe a drink or whatnot. Um, a couple more will give you like big services like that or whatnot. So it's just like, you know, they're just a small thing of in circulation where it's just like they're kind of arbitrary you know well it seems not though i mean they it's 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 pointed out that they use actual money as well but i don't know i I think this is more of like a you know like a second style of currency that floats around one the one that means more to them specifically Mm mm-hmm And then Willem Dafoe doing one Willem of the most Dafoe. mundane things. <laughs> just Willem Dafoe making a, things. Making, yes, doing Willem Dafoe things. Although, he is definitely in a Willem Dafoe uh, New York apartment. Mm-hmm. Like, that's Green Goblin right there. Right. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I mean, I, granted, I'm like, you know, obviously people watching this movie kind of already know Willem Dafoe's fate, but I really wish he was stuck around for like the second one at very minimum, you know, because he's such a fucking great character actor, and here is no exception. <clears throat> and plus, I kind of want to know more about their close relationship, you know. Also, the other reason why I thought it uh, would be really cool to choose this movie for this month is because I'm kind of doing like a semi-animated theme, or anime theme, Japanese anime. Uh, this movie does feel, because uh, like the last movie that I did was uh, Inception, and mm. uh, I always talked about that that movie looked like a, uh, a shot-for-shot live-action remake of an anime that doesn't exist. Yeah, that's you know? fair. Yeah. And uh, this kind of feels, it doesn't necessarily feel like that per se, at least not to that extent. But this movie definitely feels like it's um, like a shot for shot remake of, like, say, uh, a graphic novel. Especially the way they uh, do their subtitles, you know? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's for sure. Because actually... it, it's, it's never expected. Uh, it just kind of pops up randomly. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if you notice in, like, the uh, the beginning, it just appears as, like, normal subtitles and whatnot for when they're speaking Russian. But when whenever it talks to, like, John or talking about the boogeyman or whatnot, uh, it goes to this really, really stylized uh, 
uh, yeah. font that kind of emulates like because um, I remember watching that I'm like oh that looks straight out of a comic book that's awesome like this this feels like a graphic novel that was never written it should be written and honestly I will you know what I would I'll, 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 what's that it should be written yeah, I was about to say you know what would be really fucking cool to watch like as a graphic novel or even like a TV miniseries young John Wick oh yeah Oh, like God. that would be fucking cool. Like uh, we've seen young James Bond, uh, we've seen uh, young Indiana Jones. I want to see young John Wick. I want to see what the hell that's like. And we have our concierge. Uh, I fucking love this character, dude. Um, but uh, oh, and speaking of that, uh, did you know that? Uh, did, did you know that John Wick is not actually his uh, full name? No, I did not. Uh, apparently, I read up on on the internet and whatnot, but um, uh, apparently his name is uh, I think it's Jardani Janovic. Hmm. So he just took his last name Janovic and turned it into John Wick, John Vic, or John Wick. Yeah. God, I love that concierge. I wish I wish uh, hotel clerks were that like that just like cool and classy, you know. I'm pretty sure that depends on the hotel we stay at, Tim. And you and I. That's very not, fair. Like I do not have like, the capital. <laughs> uh no, dude. This is downtown New York City. Like uh you're not going that's not going to be cheap saying in a con a continental uh even if for like a regular person, you know. Although funny mm -hmm. story uh, the building that they chose for the Continental, that is actually one of the trade buildings in uh, Wall Street. I thought it looked familiar, actually. Yeah, like uh, if you watch the uh, the Dark Knight Rises, um, the building where Bane's holding all the uh, yeah. uh, the Wall Street hostages, and when they come out, that's the same building. So now we're going down into the underworld looks like um i believe this is the point where uh, uh well, i think this is where he gets like uh, a whole bunch of his old weapons and whatnot or um because i'm pretty sure he has like a old safe and whatnot uh we're at the bar first oh yeah that's right we're at the jazz club mm -hmm. <clears throat> i actually really love the song that's playing i'm an evil man don't you know I, I, as soon as this movie was over, I immediately downloaded the soundtrack because I thought the fucking soundtrack was so cool, mm -hmm. um, especially the, uh, the the nightclub music. Like, that's any time I listen to the the nightclub music, I'm just like, oh yeah, just like adrenaline pump, you know. Miss Perkins. Oh, actually, um, I uh, I actually found out that uh, the actress who plays Miss Perkins, the lady you just saw and plus when she you know breaks into john wick's hotel she's actually from toledo really yeah no kidding huh. like i'm like oh shit a local right on that's cool nice to know you know people from toledo can actually get to better places like la <laughs> yeah. oh wow kind of gives Jeez. me hope <laughs> really attractive <laughs> yep like, now we finally got okay. to meet uh the manager, played by beautifully by Ian McShane, 
he seriously looks like the most interesting man in the world right here. I would love to have a conversation with him. I don't care what about. It could be anything. I don't care. <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. Can, can we like just get the guy who plays the most interesting man in the world in the Dos Equis commercials to uh, play Winston here? Oh, that'd be funny. Because honestly, I feel like that's what he plays his entire performance around. He's just like, he is truly the most interesting man in the world. Although then again, it's kind of hard to beat Keanu these days. Well, Jason Momoa can kind of give him a run for his money, but Keanu right now is king. Mm. Oh. <clears throat> Man. Oh, actually, uh, you know what I found out just recently? Yeah. Um, the guy who's playing the, the Russian mob boss, the Vigo there. Mhm. Yeah, he passed away two years ago. Really? Yeah, twenty seventeen. This was like, yeah, no kidding. Like it was he, like a uh, year before that happened, wasn't it? It wasn't that long ago. Twenty fifteen, uh, twenty sixteen. No, uh, this movie was. No, this movie was twenty fourteen. Um, and he, uh, he died in twenty. It, he actually died at the end of twenty seventeen. Which That's really real sucks. I liked him a lot. Right? Yeah. Um, cause, uh, I have no idea who this woman is, but I want to know more. Uh-huh. <clears throat> um, but, uh, yeah, and apparently he had lung cancer and just passed away, which really sucks. Cause, uh, I don't know if you recognize him, but cause he's kind of got a beard in this movie. Um, and he was clean shaven, uh, in the first movie that I seen. It was, uh, he was the villain in Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Mm-hmm. Well, I know. Yeah. yeah I, 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 the dude I... who just, like... He's a really unique <laughs> voice that I liked. Which just, yeah, is a real tragedy, you know. Because, um, uh, did you ever see Mission Impossible Ghost, Ghost Protocol? Yeah. Yeah. That's, Dude, he's <laughs> Yeah, he's the uh, the one who um, grabs the uh, the nuclear case and just uh, jumps off a building onto mm -hmm. a car. <laughs> which was nuts to look at. Now that I'm looking, no. um, who, uh, whoever, um, what was her name? Um, the girl that you said from Toledo. She oh, Perkins, can't be yeah. Much yeah. She can't be much older than we are, and I'm so curious. No kidding, right? Like, because I believe she's, like, in her mid-30s. Yeah. If that. So, yeah, I, I, I want to know, like, a little bit more about this woman, see... You know, be like, hey, what's up? Really loved your bit part in John Wick. Wondering what you're doing next and whatnot yeah. and all that stuff. And be like... Love playing, you, you know, know, just be high like... High school volleyball or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now we're getting into probably the coolest scene in the entire movie. Uh, the red circle scene. Oh, this guy right here? Um, not that guy. Uh, the guy previously. Um Oh hi, yes. <laughs> that is that is a gorgeous ass. <laughs> well, like, I mean, th this is a really nice club. I would love to be here right now. Again, Tim, we Just, can dream. Yeah. Um. As, as soon <laughs> Sorry, as I didn't you know, mean to bring you down like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, you know what? Hopefully, one of these days, the one percent will like actually be split up and. We can actually get some actual income coming in. Maybe. Never. Never. It's kind, of, it's 
kind of a pipe tr- it's kind of a pipe dream but whatever but uh anyway uh yeah john wick heading out to the red circle the dance club and he is ready to kick all the ass <laughs> like you oh, like ladies and gentlemen you were, th- this is probably keanu reeves's finest moment like ever um and uh but uh what was i gonna say uh shit it was um oh yeah well, uh, right here this is the other like scene or like the mise-en-scene where i'm like the, where they really like to play with the colors and the neon mm. and whatnot mm-hmm. and uh like i feel like this is like the new trope which I am totally for. Um, the new trope of like neo noir films is to have these really vibrant colors with high contrast dark shadows. Um, that's a really cool look. Uh, oh, also that guy right there, uh, the guy who's taking away the bottle. Mm-hmm. That was one of the agents in the Matrix. That's awesome. Yeah, that's right. So awesome. Like he's the one who, he's the uh, the one who fights uh, Morpheus on the truck in Matrix Reloaded. Ah. Also, you can't yeah. tell when, me that this is a level of respect. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Because oh, this, this man right here? Just, this bit right here. Yeah, this man I is love saying, this. fuck my job. If anyone asks, <laughs> I say John Wick. No one's going to yell at me. <laughs> yep. Uh, honestly, like, it's the way he just says, thank you, sir. It's just mm-hmm. like getting a reprieve from the devil himself. <laughs> just, why don't you take the night off? I just And he's just like nope it actually reminds me of this really really great moment in one of the uh, animated batman movies uh it's mystery of the batwoman uh where uh there's like a really big mob crony whatnot uh who's been beat up by batman a couple of times earlier in the movie and there's a moment where batman's uh investigating the mobster's house uh and he's going through the drawers and the the, the crony just walks in and he's like hey is anyone here and he looks and he just sees Batman and they make eye contact. And the crony just closes the door, walks away, and then there's someone like, hey, is there any problem in there? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Batman just, Batman doesn't have to say a word. He just like just looks at him. I love it. <laughs> and, of course, this is the first, uh, first bit where John Wick just gets the first bits. Oh, God. I also really love the uh, the red candles in there. <laughs> oh, yes. The water looks so good with the uh, the, the the red candles, the red and the blues. Mm-hmm. That's a really good co- really good color palette. <clears throat> and yeah, right here, the, like, yes. Do the same thing, exactly the same thing. Yep. Just with lights instead. Yep. Looks like he's literally just uh entering into satan's lair right now fucking love it god these shots are gorgeous a plus to the cinematography man like these guys know how to fucking light color and uh compose a shot you know nothing he's just he is just sizing up the room like no one's business one down (laughs) oh Damn, look at that Rorschach. Uh-huh. And then one more thing, and blam! He gone. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Die, bitch. 
<laughs> and target acquired. And I also really uh, admire the discipline that he chooses not to shoot him from that vantage point at all. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, no, no. I want to look him in the eye when I shoot him. Of course, you know, now he's lost the element of surprise. Yeah, but he is but just whatever. owning this. That was a belly cut. Oh, yeah. Like, who gives a shit <laughs> at this point? Like, he might have uh, lost the element of surprise, but, uh, yeah. The, oh, in this bit, where he just eyeballs him. Shoots doesn't the shoot in the back him, of the head. But boom! <laughs> With the, just maintaining the eye contact is what makes that so much more powerful. And then this guy right here, just like oh. yeah, the double tap, boom! And then double tap oh. into the face and in the face. Damn! <sighs> Jesus! And th- now this is uh, the bit where uh, we really get to see the full aspects of uh, what. I like what they with the uh, the the stunt guys and the director they like to call gun fu. Cuz uh, I think for years and years and years like they were looking for a script to be like, "Hey, we got this really cool like fighting style that we want to uh do for a movie and it's called gun fu and we really want to do that for a movie and uh we they read this script and they're like, "Oh, this is perfect. Like we can totally do gun fu with this." Um, but like they really needed up the ante for the body count because I think the original body count was like six, and in here it's like eighty guys. <laughs> like, look how calm he's just walking through, taking people down. By the way, oh yeah, right, just right here, just blam, blam. I also really love the fact that he actually, you know, motions the gun, like you know, like almost like he's punching with the gun. Yeah, just to make it super, super aggressive. And then here comes the big moment where he's just like, he's coming, he's coming. And then, yes, bitch. <laughs> One, two, three, two, done. bam, boom. Uh, also, another great thing about this sequence, he's sh- he is shooting actual <laughs> red shirts. <laughs> Time to reload. <laughs> <laughs> he just boom, bam, bam, bam. Another one down. Another one down. And then this one right here is like shoots the toe, and then shoots in the face, face, bam. <laughs> but uh yeah the uh, the red shirts that he's uh, of all the guys that he's taken out yeah that's totally a star trek reference 100 percent. i love that the the kick bam in the face mm-hmm. yeah the i i, I really appreciate the star trek reference because not only does it uh fit the color palette really well but it's just like a really wonderful geek nod Ooh, what bam spin. boom jesus christ like this man is on fire well like the trick is you don't stop moving you know he just everything you can tell is just reaction like he's not thinking about it he's just moving towards what he's doing that's it yeah although just really give it to you know keanu and the stunt guys because you know these are long takes that was devastating um (laughs) but uh apparently if if i remember correctly uh when they were shooting this, Keanu Reeves was fighting uh, with a 104-degree fever. Like, this guy was really? Just, like, really sick when they were shooting this. So, yeah, really, hand uh, like, big round of applause for Keanu because, like, this wow. dude just fucking kills it. <laughs> and then, you know, got to stop to reload because bullets only have um, uh, 
fine only got a finite number of bullets here and then bam oh my god i love it <laughs> yeah, he, also i really love the music how it just completely accentuates the whole action sequence well also mind you they, he's been shot at this point too well, I mean, he is wearing un like uh, bulletproof armor and whatnot, but well, yeah, um, but that's the, still it's he, yeah, he's it's, still no, it's, got it's hit. still like crazy, yeah. Um, but I do, but yeah, the guy that he's fighting right there—that's totally the agent from uh, Matrix Reloaded, who, by the way, mm. is doing a pretty damn good job, right? And then boom, that oh, ah, that hurts. Yeah, it does. See, I know how they did, like how they actually did that that scene. Like they just had a stunt guy fall on a mat, and then they cut to Keanu just like falling from like, you know, a foot. Yeah. But the cut actually accentuates the uh, the thud, so it it actually works. Uh, that's more of a feature, not a bug. Which I really love, and then of course, Keanu just sizing Yotsef uh, up or Yotsef up. Over the phone, man. <clears throat> there, I, I almost wanted him to say, like, uh, you know, at one point where he just says, like, there's, I'm just talking to a dead man on this line, on this phone. And of course, he's just really out of it. <laughs> Poor John Wick. He's had a really rough day. He's, a, he's having a rough week. <laughs> <laughs> assassins, assassins are <laughs> assassins are really really no well taken care good. of <laughs> yeah oh and of course here's the uh, drink here we are Bourbon. Uh, oh yeah i already finished my jack and coke <clears throat> now here's sipping. another tie into the matrix actually right here uh the doctor the uh this guy right here yeah that's the key maker oh Totally, like uh, apparently, you know, they he, you know, like the directors and the filmmakers, they were, they worked on the Matrix, and they're like, oh hey, you, know, you want to stitch up Keanu and come in for a day? And he's like, yeah, sure, man. <laughs> I really do like the, uh, this character of the of the the doc, <laughs> just. <laughs> I've got that covered. <laughs> I got that covered. <laughs> I've, I've been there. <laughs> you know, that's uh, another thing, that, the reason why I wanted to do this episode specifically with you, because when I watch this movie, I actually... Uh, there's a lot of characteristics of John Wick that you channel a lot. Well, you're and just that's, flattering me now, uh, and that's <laughs> no, seriously. Like, there's uh, like in like the sh uh, action stuff that we tried to do. Like when we made movies, uh, you actually were kind of my stunt go-to stunt man and whatnot. Uh, yeah, I remember um, that, that was but... back when I was in shape and could do that though. So that's different. <laughs> <laughs> but well, even so, like you, you know, you did a little bit of stunt work for me and whatnot, and uh, you know, really limited to what we actually did, but. Um, and but I see a lot of John Wick's characteristics, not in just you, but also specifically for your writing. Like there, there's there's some moments and lines that play out where I'm like, oh my god, did Nathan write this? Mm -hmm. <laughs> now you're just flattering me because <laughs> I'm like it. To 
Well, it totally has that attitude, you know? Just like, yeah, you know, just using a drink to uh, work with the pain with any kind of bullet or knife wounds. Uh, and speaking of which, there's some more from, coming here from Miss Perkins, who's really going to fuck some shit up. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, it kind of is really stupid of her to break ca uh, continental rules. Well, you get like, the understanding that she's pretty new at this, so she doesn't know what the reputation... I mean, she does know, but she doesn't take it seriously. You know what I mean? You know, yeah, everything has a price kind of type that. thing. <laughs> I love that. Where, yeah. just, where they're just fighting and the, the phone's ringing and whatnot. Um, but, <laughs> yeah... Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I can kind of see that where she's just like kind of new to the thing and she doesn't really kind of understand the consequences or she just kind of is like one of those people who just signed away their soul and whatnot and yeah. didn't or she really thinks that she care can about the consequences. The yeah, yeah uh, she's, dude. She's overinflated When you herself. see John Wick 3, you're, well, dude, when you see John Wick 3, you're like, how the fuck did this, oh God. How the fuck also, did this woman like think she could take on the high table? Because yeah, like, can I say something? God, even he, they're giving John Wick a um a run for his money. I gotta tell you, the first time I saw this, I half expected this scene to end in sex. I'm not gonna well until he <laughs> punched her in the fucking face. But you know, but like, I'm not gonna lie. I part of me thought it was gonna be like Mr. and Mrs. Smith style. I was like, oh well, that okay. <laughs> no. I I wouldn't see that because John Wick's a loyal man to his dead wife. Right. Like it's been way too. It, it's been way it, it, not enough time and whatnot. And plus, if John Wick's gonna bone, like it has to be with someone that he either has a history with, or has developed, or someone he met and has developed over a very long time, which I don't see going to be happening. Happening. But again, you don't know. They know each other. Obviously, you don't know how much. So like yeah, but it, I I could have seen it. I don't think so. I think well, we're uh, just gonna John have to Wick's not then. that kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> John John Wick is not James Bond, unfortunately. Right. Like, but I would so, have. So <laughs> uh, you're only saying that because Perkins is kind of hot. Kinda. Kind of is an unfair word. <laughs> That's very fair. Um, although, to be f although, to be fair, wait till you see Holly Berry in the third one. Like, damn. You forget that woman is 50 years old. She's older than that, dude. She, yeah, well, she's in her, like, mid-50s. So, yeah. so is Keanu. That's also like, you true. Forget that Keanu, you forget wait. that Keanu is in his mid-50s, man. That's... Like, th this guy's immortal. Also fair. Same with Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd doesn't age either. Nope. Nope. Was he 49 this year? Yeah. just have... Uh... Uh, no, I think uh, Paul Rudd's in his 50s. <laughs> I really love how casual everyone is about dead bodies. Or just, you know, slumped over bodies and whatnot. Yeah. This is a beautiful church. Again, really ties into the whole like graphic novel kind of feel to it. Mm -hmm. This this I had more Constantine vibe, but yeah, yeah. Um, it's also you uh, need to finish like, that. I think you would like it. 
I really should. I'm also getting a little bit of uh, Cowboy Bebop, which, as you know, for the longest time, Keanu Reeves was in the running to play Spike. Oh, I love this little moment. Uh, that, I love how that one woman is just like, the fuck is going on? <laughs> do you know who you fucking <laughs> with? I do. <laughs> <laughs> just that w- Balls, okay. But just that one woman in the background is just like, the hell is going on? <laughs> what just happened? Good God. This is, this is a church, damn it. Okay, now this is the moment where I'm like, holy shit. That is a moment that Nathan wrote <laughs> right here where he's, where he's just like, people will kill me. And he just, boom, blam. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, seriously, like, if I could have ever fucked a man, it would have been Keanu Reeves in just that moment. <laughs> like, dear I mean, God. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to disagree with you even. But, you know, that's fine. Like, like dear God, that was, like... <laughs> that was actually kind of sexy. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay, so this is the bit where he just does. Oh, this is where he just goes straight for the cojones and burns everything. Ah, oh, love that shot. Yeah. Although to be fair, I yes. would have said yeah instead of uh huh, and I would have wrote that wrong. Uh huh was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh was like the best thing yeah i loved it <clears throat> and then i really love how the priest is just, you know actually at that point i would have uh if i was the priest i would have been just like look if i open this uh vigo's gonna kill me if i don't open it you're gonna kill me so why don't you just kill me so at least you can't get into the vault you know Loyalty if I wasn't work if, that way. Uh, yeah. Not always. Yeah. <clears throat> Alright, this bit. Yeah. <laughs> you are no lady. <laughs> Alright, that bit right here where she uh she cracks her, her thumb to get out of the handcuffs. That was actually kind of like because I don't know if that's something that the actress can actually do or if that's just like a prosthetic hand or if it's someone else's hands that can do that or whatnot i don't know I, but I either feel way like it was just... i feel like more prosthetic well first off i feel like the handcuffs were looser than what you think so all you had to do was just kind of make the motion to look like it happened you know probably what I mean? yeah but either way they know how they know how to really make sell that that effect because damn yeah. Mm. And then I love this, like just right the fuck out of nowhere. Blam! Headshot. I swear to God, like if you watch this movie, um, like ninety percent of the shots that he gets are headshots. Well, he does a body shot and then he finishes them off without a second thought. Like he doesn't. He knows. Unlike most movies, when you get shot. A lot of action movies will have you killed off right away, but that's not how that works. Um, unless you're hit vitally or with a headshot, you have time. You, you're, you, whether you're down yeah. and out is not the point. And John Wick oh, knows geez. this, and there's always an option for somebody to shoot you if they're still alive, no matter how long. So he ends it. He finishes it. 
Double tap. Yep. And he is just constantly pressing these guys. Just mm-hmm. like, bam, 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 bam. Like, Jesus. And not to mention, we can we also really got to acknowledge his, jeez, like that. Boom. Boom. <clears throat> oh, God, Ooh. he gets hit by the car. Ow. Ow. Yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Yeah, he's feeling that one. Okay, seriously, right here and then, I they should have just, like, cap. They should have just capped him in the face. Yeah. With that much damage, I'd have shot him. Like, yeah. And also, to be fair, this is where I don't get Vig, uh, Vigo's character a whole lot. Because out of respect, I would have shot him. I would not have tortured him. I would not have kept him alive. Out of respect for what he did and understanding what the situation is, I'd have shot him. Yeah. Also, as a liability... Because mm-hmm. he did literally just torch all of his stuff and whatnot. Because, I mean, I think that's supposed to be the motivator as to why he's keeping him alive to be tortured and whatnot. Because, uh, you know, he torched, like, priceless amounts of uh, uh, drives and blackmail and money and whatnot. So, I guess that works. But, honestly, it's just an it's well, At the end of the day, it's really just an excuse to, you know, have more John Wick action. Right. Um, and at one point, like, he literally goes full-on Dr. Evil, <laughs> where he just, he's just, he like, now I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, and then I'm going to walk away and assume it all goes to plan. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, for somebody who gave him such respect in the first half hour of the movie, this seems stupid. I mean, really just oh. stupid. I mean, a little bit. I mean, but, well, he, again, he is giving stuff, like, uh, you know, right right here is listing them off, like physical evidence, blackmail, you know, audio recordings. Right, but I would have shot stuff. him at the end of this scene. There's no reason. Mm-hmm. No reason at all. Well, I think the whole bit, because it's coming up, um, where Keanu is just sizing him up and uh, is just, like, in, uh, intimidating him right back. That uh, Vigo just kind of says, you know what, I'm done. I'm out. I don't want to look at you. I don't want to see you. Blah, blah, blah. Just, I'm out. But still, like, that's, that's the attitude they try to give it. Oh, it yeah, is. But, it is. But, yeah. like, yeah, I, this get, is... I get it from a writer's aspect. I get it from a story aspect. But from a character aspect, it's it makes no sense as to why he would let his anger take over and make him make such a stupid move torture him fine you make the time for somebody who took out literally 50 men last night so you make the time to do it yourself Mm-hmm. but uh again it, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner so there wasn't much way out uh, yeah and because it's and, and sadly because you know i don't really mind that it, it too much like because you could totally say yeah this is probably the biggest thing we'll uh, nitpick about the movie but really at the end of the day like the rest of the movie is so fucking enjoyable like i don't really care i don't really care if it go if he does go full dr evil and just leaves and assumes it all going to plan like i'm okay with it because it just gives me more john wick action plus it just kind of feels tonally uh it, it still feels tonally correct like the movie knows what it is you know like it's a it, it's a beat it's like a uh b-movie revenge action movie kind of uh based off of the the no-nonsense revenge flicks of the 70s 
Mm-hmm. So, in that ass... <laughs> I really love the way he just sides... The fucking boogeyman! <laughs> but, uh... I really, um... I really don't mind it. Like, you know, it's it's still just a B... It, it, at the end of the day, it's a B movie. It's fun. It's entertaining. And if it's doing that job, then... I can forgive shit like this. Because that's, that's how you make movies, is... If you make the majority of the ride so entertaining, you can overlook all the tiny little mistakes, you know? <laughs> oh, shit. I think this is the part where Keanu Reeves finally lost his trademark chill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking I'm back. <laughs> I actually think like Honest Trailers put it put it perfectly where they're like, yeah, he's had he's been trying to lose his uh, basic chill since like Bill and Ted. Like he got <laughs> sort of it. He he sort of got there when uh uh with Point Break, but uh yeah, ever since then he's been trying to get that, but here he finally gets to break out of his his chill mode and go into just total kill mode. <clears throat> now, do you think that um do you think that uh um, Defoe? Thank you. Jesus, I can't think of things anymore. Do you think his character would have <laughs> taken out Vigo had had he tried to take him out then? Uh probably. I think he I think he was just like uh still weighing his options. Like he's just keeping John Wick alive as long as he can to you know, cuz he's like, look, if anyone's going to kill John Wick, it's going to be me. I think that's like his uh his motivation, which is why, you know, this movie seems to have like a recurring theme of like if John Wick is in a jam, just have uh Willem Dafoe with a sniper rifle to save his ass. Yeah, that's literally twice now, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> I, th I think it comes in a third time, I forget, but uh yeah, we've I seen it twice remember. in Oh, we'll see if he does, but uh uh yeah, man, like <laughs> <laughs> he totally shows like within a span of an hour or twice he's saved his ass with a uh with a sniper rifle <laughs> also why was john wick not legitimately tied to the chair um again so he could kill this mm. guy <laughs> that's i'm yeah, okay with him getting out you could have had him do like a badass black widow in avengers chair movie break where he just broke the chair that would have been fine, too. Well, I mean, this is a different stunt team, so they have their own, like, little uh, perks and gimmies and whatnot. True. So, yeah, I mean, because as you can tell, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the stunt guys, they really like the uh, leg scissors move. Yeah, that's true. Well, I think, you, yeah, you know, you were right. This That was the scene that we were going to nitpick the most just because you could tell... You, you absolutely had it right. You could tell that the writers had written themselves into a corner, and this is probably what they worked on the longest, just to make it okay. Yeah, yeah. And then this moment is probably also one of my favorites, where he's just like, cool it, 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 cool it. And then right here, where he just like, bam! <laughs> <laughs> I actually think... <laughs> Shit! <laughs> I actually like want to believe like at that moment he actually shit his pants. <laughs> just like 
Motherfucker! <laughs> what am I going to do with you? <laughs> he is just so done. He's willing to give up his own son just because <laughs> he's so fucking done with everything. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> But yeah, again, that one scene, biggest problem with the movie, really. Uh, also, the other big flaw with this movie is probably uh, the fact that the nightclub scene is obviously the big set piece. Mm -hmm. And they only used it for the second act, not the third. Because, you know, with a lot of, not just action movies, but um, uh, movies in general, they tend to struggle with the third act. And, of course, this movie's no exception, and... Yeah, you know, it's well, it's really kind of hard to, you know, make it a little bit more emotionally invested, especially with the way you've written the story out as is. Plus, you know, there's only so much money and time and whatnot. And, right. Uh, yeah, but, you know, whatever. The second movie had I still a love this movie. This one. Oh, totally. You can, and you can fucking tell. <laughs> yeah. They're like, all right, the, all right, we know, we know what we learned on the last one. We're going to take the first John Wick as a big uh, lesson and just do all that stuff but and try to correct ourselves <clears throat> i do really love the intercut with the video game like it's a a wonderful little <clears throat> boom Oof. dude did you notice he didn't even he shot with such precision that he didn't damage the uh the headphones the guy was wearing <laughs> well you don't want to cause unnecessary strife i i like to think that he's that precise like, uh, if you watch him in John Wick 2, um, uh, when he's in the museum, you'll notice that they don't actually shoot at any of the art pieces. Like, the most damage to the art is the blood Rorschachs. Mm -hmm. But that's it. Which is kind of, I feel like that's kind of a respect to the environment, which is really cool. <laughs> oh, well, they're man. professionals. They do what they mean to do. Yep. And then, of course, the big moment, bam, gets him in the head. And it's all Yotsef just on his own. And the whole movie's leading up to for the main protagonist to just casually shoot him in the gut. But I do love the walk. Like, that, that's, that actually reminds me a lot of Constantine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And then, bam. In the face. Not even... That That actually reminds me of uh, season two of The Punisher. At the very end of that. Mm. Where you thought there was going to be this long montage. This long epilogue of, of conversation. But no. Just short. Done. You know? Boom. Yeah. I mean... Well, John Wick is a man of very few words. So... Mm -hmm. he's, he's, mo he's less of a man of words and more of a man of bullets. And of course, Yotsef is just like, oh god, I sh just gave up my son for right. this shit. To be fair, he was kind of an idiot not knowing who John Wick was. Right, but even so, like you, you know, you would think his son would actually know about the guy who gave him the foundation for his entire life. 
I mean, everyone, it seems like everyone in this universe seems to know who John Wick is and his reputation, except for those guys. I think that's just a generational gap. You know, like Perkins Probably. was in the middle of that, so she heard of him, maybe even worked with him once or twice, but didn't see him full tilt, you know, because it was past <laughs> her time. And then the yeah, next paid. step down, or next half step down, you know, why would you need to know? Yep, paid the price for that for sure. Mm-hmm. Like big I agree. Time. If there was like a young John Wick series, I think I'd I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that. Oh my god, um, I've actually heard like stories, like apparently he was uh, an orphan in like Calcutta or, um, or like really eastern uh, uh, Russia, and was taken in by the society and trained and whatnot to become like the best of all of their assassins and whatnot and. Uh, eventually wound up in Moscow and started working for the mob and eventually settled in New York. Hmm. That's that's apparently the uh, the whole backstory, the brief uh, summary the, the, of who the John official, Wick is. Yeah. yeah. Which, honestly, if that's what it is, like, I will totally watch The Adventures of John, Young John Wick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> all day. <laughs> I think we, all day, all night. Uh, even just watching the Continental, and just anything more within this world, because that's the real beauty of this movie. I think is the fact that they, even though they had a much shorter movie than most, they have a lot of world building for this movie, and it never feels like you know, like oh, we're gonna be the next Marvel, like a lot of other big movies have been doing. Um, mm-hmm. But it just no, they're just like let's have fun, you know, like let's just build a little world within our own and just like you know have have fun with it not expect because i remember they didn't have any expectations for this movie at all like they thought it would be a, a moderate hit and be like oh that was fun wasn't that cool yeah it was cool and but then it turned into this you know big ass sleeper hit of of the year and and they were just like oh shit People yeah. actually like this. Let's let's do some more. <laughs> well, this is a lot like Boondock Saints, I think. Like it was low. Well, it's better budget than Boondocks, but like you know, yeah. relatively low budget. Um, basically, cult flick, very stylized, and then just exploded. Yeah, <clears throat> it's, uh, especially with uh, posters in college dorm rooms. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's that and Fight Club. That's that's every college dorm room ever, uh, Boondock Saints and Fight Club posters, uh, and that's partially why I really can't stand either of those movies. <laughs> oh God, he is beating the fuck out of. Like I Willem kind Dafoe of hasn't been beating the fuck. What's up? I kind of expected Willem Dafoe's character to put up a bit of a better fight. Also, fuck you, Perkins, you hot, sleazy bitch. You hot. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, to be fair, I mean, you know, they kind of got him right out in the middle of uh, walking out in the middle of the street. So, yeah, they kind of got him. Oh, God. Man, Willem Dafoe hasn't been tortured this hard since Last Temptation of Christ. <laughs> 
Oh, you know what's really funny about Willem Dafoe? He plays uh, Jesus Christ in Last Temptation, right? But he also plays the Mm -hmm. Antichrist in Antichrist. (laughs) Willem Dafoe is the spectrum. He is the spectrum. He is the key to everything. Of course, not in this movie, which really sucks. I do like how they at least let him go down fighting, though. Like, listen here. I may not be walking out of here, but at least a few of you aren't either. Yeah. And he still gets his little bit of a moment. Just like, bitch, I told you. Oh, God. That's that's just gratuitous. And that's, unfortunately, really good acting. Because that's uh, just like the slumping. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, really wish I could have seen a lot more of his character. Because Willem Dafoe is not in this movie for a very long time. Hmm. Well, not he's not a big character. I mean, he, I mean yeah, we're, 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 we're an hour and a half in, give or take. Uh, yeah, we are at uh, uh, one hour and 22, 22, 53, 54, 55, 56, 7, 58. And, fi- and so we are 123, hour and 23 in. <clears throat> so, but yeah, the dude's only had like maybe three, four minutes of screen time. Like even Perkins here gets more screen time than mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe. Um, although William to be Def- to be fair, yeah. it's probably because Willem Dafoe is just expensive. <laughs> yeah. Also, to uh, those watching, uh, there's maybe a minute difference between the DVD and the Blu-ray version of the movie. Just so you're aware, we figured it out, but just so you're confused. Yeah. It's a, it's all cool. Plus, well, plus you're coming uh, to us all the way from Denver, Colorado, where you know I'm based in Cincy. So there's a bit of a, you know, we're talking via messenger. So there's a bit of a yeah. bit of a slight lag, time lag sort of thing. But we, you know, we we try to make it as comprehensive as we can. It's close enough. And then this right here, she should have like seen coming from a mile away, but apparently, you know newbies that sort of thing just blam they just drop her ass yeah although the she crossfire is not the best way to go but whatever <laughs> it's it's more of a style than anything right or right. you know actually you know what you know what maybe it's kind of like a firing squad where um uh all the guys get one bullet and every one of them except for one guy gets a blank so they don't know who actually killed her. Huh. Well, also hollow point, but still, you would still think it'd be like more of a V. But yeah, yeah. But again, it's more of a stylistic like, thing. It looks yeah. Cool. This movie, this movie adheres a lot to realism as far as how how the physics of this thing works. But every once in a while, they take a really weird artistic throw off. That's just jarring enough to be noticed. Not necessarily mm-hmm. in a bad way, though. Yep. I love the fucking thunder. The fucking storm is coming to to Vigo and his crew. <clears throat> oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Who's that behind him? Who could it be? <laughs> I really love how he's just buckling up like, yeah, here he comes. 
yep, this is happening. And I really love the the bit uh, coming up and just, oh, geez, he just rammed that fucker right off there. <laughs> but I, I, I just love how, right here, he's just laughing. He's like, <laughs> we're all going to die. <laughs> well, he kind of, he, like, you could tell when he gave up his son, his character shifted. Yeah. You know, like, what the fuck do I care anymore? I'm clearly a pile of shit. What have I done? I deserve this. But I'm going to go down gonna... fighting, but I deserve this. Yep, I'm gonna die! <laughs> Yay! Just, yeah, and you can he's tell just he's just to... fucking lost it at this point. He, now he's just kind of <laughs> watching it like he's in a movie theater. Yep, pretty much. It's he's just, just like, great. oh! <laughs> wow, that was impressive as fuck! Holy shit! Right? Right? Go! Go kill him! Oh, that dude, the no, thunder and full lightning damn well, right there. Ain't gonna work. Nope. But now this is crazy. Now, so we've had... Dude, right there. Boom. <laughs> that was fucking cool. Uh, but yeah, no. So we've had gun... We've had kung fu. We've had gun fu. And now we're having car fu. <laughs> I just really love the fact that Vigo's just there smoking cigars, like, sipping his bourbon. He's just like, whatever. Just like, yeah, we're not go getting kill him. this. Nope. <laughs> Oh, we all know man. it if we yep. do cool but odds are heavily against us yep and then this bit right here where he's just, just like casually gives him a gun casually he's like, like go if get you him think it'll help <laughs> but he's riding that fucker it... like a bronco <laughs> yeah dude like he, he might as well be on horseback although to be fair john wick three it's <laughs> he's like he's fucking playing with him man <laughs> I love it. He's just Russian cocksucker. <laughs> you know, if I were that mob guy right there getting out, I honestly wouldn't even try to fight. I would just take the gun and just run. The gun is I would just take the gun. I was like, I would drop it to where John Wick sees it. I just walked the right the fuck off. I was like, you know what? Not <laughs> worth it. Oh, dude, really, 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 you. One shot, you think you got John Wick. Fuck no. You gotta shoot that man multiple times in the face. Bam. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Dude, the thunder and the lightning in the background is so fucking awesome. It just adds so much to it. And then Vigo's taking one final stand. Trying to get him. Now you think, oh man, see, you would think a marksman would be able to hit that even on a moving target, but whatever. We got to have a toe to toe uh, battle with the movie's main protagonist at the end. And not just that, but in the rain. Cliches, man. <clears throat> I said it before in this, in this video. Cliches, brother. Yeah. They're, uh, well, they're I mean, there for hey, a reason. Still Hey, at least it still looks cool, you know? It like, looks uh, fucking cause... badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, still not the first time they've done it, though. Remember Keanu Reeves from the last bat, uh, badass uh, showdown in the rain? We saw that shit in the Matrix, and it was... Oh, here, it's no. still fucking cool. No more guns, John. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do really love the fact that... Uh, they just decided to go full Kira Kurosawa and just put him in the fucking rain, make it really like you know, one-on-one -on -one samurai sort of thing. 
Actually, it would have been really cool if they were fighting sword with swords and not just their hands. Because this fight sequence feels like somehow uh, not... It, it doesn't feel like really the stakes really aren't heavy because, you know, he's an overweight dad. <laughs> and he's going well, up against John fucking Wick. done. The stakes are gone. There is no stakes. It's just a life at this point and one that he doesn't even really want. Like, so, no, True. This, this is all symbolic to him. I was like, you know what? If I'm going to go out, let me fight for it. But I know you're going to win. It's fine. Yeah. Like, that's, just that's what me, I get out of this. Like, let me take my final stand. Right. I know I'm yeah. going to not walk away from this. Let me fight what I can. Which, yeah. Um, and, of course, John Wick is more or less just obliging at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... And it's probably one of the only reasons why it lasts this long. Because, uh... Oh, shit. (laughs) Damn. But, because, honestly, like, if John Wick really wanted to kill him, this fight would be over in, like, two seconds. Well, he wouldn't have thrown away the gun. Yeah, that's true. Although, uh... He didn't hesitate before. Yeah. Uh, although to be fair, the the fight for this uh, actually originally lasted a lot longer, but uh, they were like, yeah, a fight with John Wick hand to hand would not last very long. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they just had to cut it down to what it is now. Um, but uh, yeah, I really kind of really kind of like the idea that they're like, let's just die together course john wick isn't like having that having that shit at all well he thought so at the time you know just this is really the only movie of the ones that i know of uh, because again i haven't seen three this is really the only movie where he has a motive everything else is just shit coming at him and him reacting you know this is his only job that he gave himself yeah Oh, man. <laughs> Keanu has never looked so intimidating before. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would not I would not want to square up with him, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> no, thank nope. you. Nope. And back to the beginning. And, of course, the thing that makes him ultimately get up is, you know, his wife actually saying, you know, let's go home. Like that's enough to, for to get his dying ass off the concrete and back walking again. <clears throat> of course, uh, the most satisfying bit in the whole movie is when he goes into the pound to you know like stitch himself up and whatnot. He gets himself a new puppy. Mm-hmm. He's such a good boy. <laughs> also, Although, shitty building, building security. Yeah, I was about to say, like, not only is it really shitty building security, but thank God, you know, he's bleeding to death next to uh, a pet kennel where there's, like, a first aid kit and uh, lots of shit for him to do and all. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, any place that has medical supplies, no matter how shitty, you would expect to have something. Yeah. But you know what? Again, like we said before, if the movie distracts from all the nitpicks and whatnot, and, oh, Mm -hmm. jeez, like, 
fucking staples. Um, but yeah, if the movie is good enough and distracts you well enough and entertains you, like you can overlook sh- small shit like that. Like, yeah. It's cool. We'll run with it. I mean, we know we're watching a action B movie, so it's it's all cool, man. It's all cool. <clears throat> but of course, you know, he it, it wasn't you know a a shelter for uh, cats or anything. It had to be dogs. Mm-hmm. We're no fucking parrots, no no little lizards, no nothing. Ju- but had to be dogs. Because he's got to get a new puppy in the end. And I wish they showed this a little bit more, but you could tell he actually took the dog that was um, not t- not taken, so he was going to be um, euthanized. There was a small little yeah. stamp on his papers that you just barely caught a glimpse to. That's oh, that's took. cool. Yeah. You didn't oh, see that? Oh. That's cool. You didn't see that? I didn't realize. I did yeah. not. It's a real I, tiny wow. thing. That's cool. Very tiny That's thing, really but cool. there, was a, there was a stamp on the paperwork for the dog. Oh, wow. Wow. So he saved that puppy's life. That Man, my respect <laughs> for John Wick just grew. Like, I didn't think it could get any more. I couldn't, my respect couldn't grow anymore for this man. But right there and then, but God damn. Yeah, after after Bless the, you, after John the uh, video, you should rewind it just to double check that a little bit, just for you. <laughs> but yeah, I caught <laughs> that like the second or third time I saw this. I was like, "What the fuck is that?" That's awesome. Right the fuck on, man. So, well, that's the movie right there, and like we and you know what's really cool? Um, a lot of the like the as you can see the uh, the end credits here are basically just you know. A lot of helicopter footage of nightlife on New York City. Mm-hmm. Um, what's really interesting is John Wick 2, it opens with those exact same kind of shots. Which is why I'm like, dude, uh, a super cut of like, uh, John, all, all the John Wick movies uh, in a row would actually be a lot easier than most people would make it out to be. I mean, um, if you want to invite me again, I would be glad. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, like, on the for the podcast, people themselves wouldn't probably have access to it. Um, but hell, if you want to just like you know, like next time you're back in Cincinnati, we and you got five hours, five and a half hours to kill, <laughs> like, I will gladly sit sit your ass down. Yeah, I was about to say, like, no, nah, I nah. do have the whiskey for that. I'm just gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> we can we can do that i'm fine with that <laughs> yeah man like i'm so that's the thing because like i'm all for like uh five hour uh movies or whatnot four hour five hour movies just give me a, a uh g- give me an intermission so i can pee mm. well of course because i mean i'll Pizza do a three hour movie i'll even yeah well yeah uh, i'll even i'll do a three hour movie no no sweat I'll do a three and a half hour movie. That's fine. But if you go like three hours and 40 minutes, just put in an intermission so I can pee. Extended cut like, Lord of the cool. Rings. That's where I draw that line. Oh, really? Yeah. What's that? Ex- the ex- the director's cut? Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Or the ex- extended <coughs> extended edition? Yeah, those are like three three hours and change, aren't they? Uh, The first one is three and a half. The second one is uh, about three hours and 40 minutes and the last one is straight up four hours long yeah 
That's about as long as I can yeah. sit still, period, without moving. So, uh, Well, to be fair, the, the really cool thing about the extended edition is because they're DVD-based uh, and Blu-ray-based, uh, the, the way that the DVDs and uh, uh, they're released is the first disc is the first half of the movie, and then the second disc is the second half, and then the other two discs are like, you know, the appendices and the special features and whatnot. So literally, the intermission is when you have to swap out the disc. Oh, so literally just Titanic style it. Yeah, it's kind of like what uh, the old uh, VHS tapes did back in the day. Yeah, which uh, which I, that's that's also another really good way to do it. Like it um, for home video release, just put part two on uh, like you know a side A side B type of thing or. Disc one, disc two, that sort of thing. To yeah, and uh, for you youngins that are listening, that's how they used to do shit like that. <laughs> yeah, so um, much tape. <laughs> tell me about it, <laughs> Daddy. What's VHS? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> um. Although to be fair, I still really hope for. I really pray for the day that um the intermission comes back as a thematic tool again for movies. It's done stylistically every once in a while. Uh, actually, no. Uh, I believe the last movie that it was done in was like uh, Dances with Wolves back in 91 or 1990. No, I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm not I, they sure that's honestly correct. haven't been done. Now, as far as doing it as far as doing it as, as, as like a movie, like just because I had to, that's probably true. But... I'm, I have to get back to you on well, that, but I'm pretty sure there's been plenty of movies that have done like a stylistic intermission where it just kind of faded out and faded back in. Um, I don't think so. Like uh, again, I th- uh, if I I could be uh, total bullshitting, but um, no. I believe the last time uh, a major like at least for a major movie, uh, there hasn't been an intermission in movies for since like the '90s, honestly. Huh. Because the well, I mean, you, the whole reason is totally like when you break it down, you know why uh, it's been doing that. Because um, mm-hmm. well, because like you know, movies have certain runtimes. Like the producers love ninety-minute movies because that means it's just more screenings and therefore more money. You have a longer movie, you have uh, less chance of more screenings and therefore less money being made back. Mm. So, uh, so that's yeah. Yeah, and the only reason why, you know, Avengers Endgame, which is a three-hour movie, made so much is because they were playing on, like, five different screens at every theater in America. Yeah. And that's because, you know, um, Disney has that kind of power. Right. Uh, Whereas, you know... I mean, you hype anything up for ten years with 15, 16 different movies, you're gonna gonna have that pull, but, you know... Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's fair. Uh, but so yeah, th- I understand why they're doing it. But honestly, because Avengers Endgame is now the uh, the biggest movie of all time, I'm actually kind of hoping that the intermission does come back and be like, oh, three hour movies can make money. Like, let's mm-hmm. do more of them. That sort of thing. Because that'd be uh, interesting. Cause honestly, if you, yeah, man. Because like, if you can hold uh, uh um. Oh, hold my attention for three hours. That just means you're that much good of a filmmaker. Um, I know a lot of people have the misconception. It's like, oh, people with ADHD won't be able to stand it. And may, that might be true in some accounts, but 
honestly, like, if you make a good enough movie, we'll watch it. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, a lot of those Lord of the Rings fans, they'll be like, extended edition forever. Right. And they'll yeah, be, so for they're, sure. I mean, and they're, hell, they're willing to honestly do multiple times within a year. They're willing to sit through all three in one day. That's a 12-hour movie, sir. So <laughs> people, yeah, there's people out there who are willing to see three-hour-plus movies. Hell, even four-hour movies, five-hour movies, whatever. They're willing to do it. It's just you got to be good enough to hold our attention for that long and also give us a chance to pee in the meantime. Like, we're only human. <laughs> well, for the most part, we have pause buttons. But as far as actually theatrical releases, yeah, that's going to be... The longer the story yeah. arc goes, the more you're going to have to cater to the audience as well. So, yeah, you might be right. That'd be kind of cool to see yeah. uh, come back, though. Yeah, it would be nice. Just um, again, it's just really a matter of the quality of the movie. Because a good movie is a good movie. It doesn't really matter the runtime, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, and uh, yeah, hopefully, I can figure out a way to like share my supercut of the uh, the John Wick trilogy to the internet and not get in t- too much trouble. Like I'll, I- I'm all for saying, go buy the DVD, go buy the the the, uh, the actual copies. Like support them because these guys need money to make more movies they're indie these are indie movies and they're not supported by necessarily super big studios or mega studios like disney and whatnot ridiculous indie movie by the way what's that it was a no it's a fucking ridiculous indie movie i mean that that that's absurd it was so well done but you know trying to bring it back to this this actual movie itself that was that was that's one of my favorite action movies that I've seen in a long time, and uh, I, well, I'm glad you asked me to to uh, uh, come and comment on this. Actually, that was that was good. Now that I'm a oh veteran, yeah, dude, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, actually, and uh, le- it's probably not going to happen for a while because uh, I want to just like give it a little time. But since John Wick is coming, John Wick Four is coming out in 2021. Uh yeah, I want to have you back here one year from now to do John Wick two, and then right before John Wick uh, four comes out, we'll do John Wick three. Well, twist my arm, why don't you? Jeez. Okay. What's that? <laughs> I said twist my arm, why don't you? Jeez. Well. <laughs> oh. Okay. Okay. All right. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it'd be really nice, man. Like, because it, it's it's been fun talking with you about this this fucking movie man it's a, it's a really great one and i really i honestly always kind of like think of you in the back of my head whenever i watch these again you flatter me far too much uh but uh it, it, if i could have the place for the john wick uh series on your show i'd be very very happy <laughs> <laughs> Well, you definitely have a spot here on the show for John Wick, and uh, always, always shall, always shall, always shall. Now I am just excited. (laughs) Yes. So, yeah, man, like uh, listeners out there, thanks for joining us, and we'll see you with Nathan next year, hopefully sooner on another movie, because, you know, we like having you on the show and whatnot, uh, and we'll catch you again. So this has been a, so why don't you say goodbye to everyone, Nate? Thanks for listening, everybody, through all of Tim and Mai's bullshit. So, 
hopefully you enjoyed yeah all right so you guys can join us next year for john wick 2 as man that's that's one that i love even more um this has been an episode of contract where you'll never have a watch a movie alone again peace